Welcome everyone to Book of Bottom Podcast. Today we've got a special guest and it's someone who I teased in an earlier episode. <laughs> I was going to cut that bit out because it was like, oh, I shouldn't talk about people from work on the pod. And I'm like, hang on, I think she wouldn't care. I'll run it by her and turns out she wouldn't mind being on the show. So she's with us today. This is Charity from Work. Sister Charity. Thank sister you very Charity. much. Sister Charity. <laughs> Sorry, Sister Charity. I just really like it. I mean, I've never been called Sister Charity before, but... Oh. Doesn't it not just fit? <laughs> it rolls off the tongue. It's one of the cardinal virtues. My middle name is Faith and my sister's name is Hope. My <gasps> parents were going for a theme. <laughs> oh, weren't they just? Was it your parents or just your mom? Mainly my mom. I think yeah. my dad for most of my life has just been kind of on autopilot. I don't think he brainstormed on charity. My other siblings have normal kind of religious names. You know, Grace, Elijah, Sam, Hope. My parents really fucked me over, honestly. <laughs> and my mom's name is Mercy. Did she name herself? Oh, my God. She did not, oh. no. <laughs> There's a tarot card for every single one of your names. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you raised? I was raised Pentecostal Christian, baptized in the ocean. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. By my father. That's cool. <laughs> did you speak in tongues? I did try. My mom used to always carry a lot of Bible studies, one hour, almost every night. But one of them, she was trying to teach us the skills and she was trying to get us to talk in tongues. And she was like, it may not come naturally, but start by just saying words. And so she would mm -hmm. tell us to say like, Holy Spirit, blah, 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 over a bunch of times so it's almost like self-hypnosis in a way yeah you practice it right yeah you practice it because they tell you it doesn't come naturally so you're chanting yeah it's kind of chanting i would pick a couple of words that sounded comfortable to me and repeat them and blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> I don't know why. She got us to walk back and forth in a straight line. Oh, my God. I always felt silly and like it was my fault for not being able to speak in tongues, that I wasn't really reaching this higher level of spirituality that I couldn't get in touch with Jesus and the words weren't coming to me. Oh. I think I was just really blaming myself. Oh, yeah. charity, don't. <laughs> that, sad. that rings very true. There's like a performative aspect of all the religions. Right? Yeah. yeah. If other people are like feeling the spirit or whatever and you're not, it's very oh. easy to think that there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know that Mormons, they don't really do the tongues anymore. Although we know from their history, they started with all of that stuff. They just don't do they it anymore. Okay with that. Yeah. yeah. I realized that other people were really leaning on their faith and stuff. But for me, it was really anxiety-inducing. Right. And I'm also gay. <laughs> so there's just a lot of things happening in my mind. And I would go to youth groups every Friday, even though I got along with absolutely none of these homeschooled children. <laughs> Not a single one like one time I was trying to make friends with this guy and I was just walking and talking with him and he turned to me and he was like, why are you following me? <laughs> Brutal. I was just like, I should definitely leave. But every time I would show up, I didn't have any friends, but I was trying to get the anxiety out because basically what everyone was telling me was that it was like a demon that was like inhabiting me. I Something know. that I had to get out of my system and it was the devil trying to get to me mm -hmm. and that I just needed to pray hard enough and believe 
leave hard enough and that I would get better and I would stop having panic attacks. But every week I would show up, it would get too much for me, I'd have a panic attack and the youth leaders would say the same thing to me every time. I think from 14 to 18 I was trying to force myself into this Christian box Mm. and really trying but it just wasn't working. I wasn't getting along with anyone at the church. In their defense I also was a big fan of black, still am. (laughs) That was for some reason just not very cool at my church. I was kind of gothic. I'd show up to church with a lot of black eyeliner and (laughs) it's a nice color you know when you're a teenager or an adult yeah Okay, wait, did I tell you the story about the girl on the jury who operated a crematorium who came dressed all in black at my jury trial? That's amazing. <laughs> <She was> fascinating. <laughs> Easter in the Philippines is not fun at all. There's no chocolate involved. It's a very sad event. <laughs> there are these people who, like, this is a legitimate thing. You can look it up. I have fact-checked it because I've seen it. <laughs> but basically, there's these guys and they volunteer and they nail themselves to a cross and walk up a mountain oh my God. Yep. to relive what Jesus did. And I'm like, can't we just eat chocolate, guys? <laughs> Surely. There's a better way to celebrate, y'all. <laughs> I went from hot cross buns to Easter eggs from over here to just going to the Philippines. No hot cross buns. Bloody men on crosses. And I'm like, no. And where's all the bloody women? <laughs> I was like, I miss Australia. Charlie, what I want to know is, what years were you in the Philippines going to church? And what years were you in Australia going to church? And how was that different? Oh, it is different. The music quality is better in Australia. <laughs> Maybe it was the churches I went to. But anyway, so from two to seven, I was in the Philippines and my parents had a church right next to our house where we would go every Sunday and my mom and dad would preach there and some people from our farm town would come to the church, mainly because my parents had food. <laughs> And they were the pastors, right? They were the pastors, which is kind of wild to me now, knowing how crazy these bitches are. <laughs> <laughs> At least when I was a kid, like, I don't think I paid that much attention in church. It's hard. It's really boring. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of hymns and stuff. I think I operated the projector, like those old school projectors where you have, like, the clear plastic and has writing on it. <laughs> and you put it on the thing, shine it on the back wall. I think for me in the Philippines, it's just, like, a lot of fear because in the philippines it's like catholicism and pentecostal mixed in with like the folklore of at least the village i was staying in because they also believe in witches and witch doctors and stuff and when i'm in the philippines i can't help it i kind of slightly believe in witches in australia i feel safe i'm a calm reasonable woman but in the philippines (laughs) i'm just like oh no that woman pointed at me funny am i cursed now (laughs) oh my god Like the evil eye. Yeah, they also believe in third eyes and seeing demons and stuff. So they kind of mix that with the religion they currently have. Yeah. At the end of year 11, my parents moved me to the Philippines for a year. Oh. oh. Mom! That's a hard year to be moving around. I know. <laughs> so I got moved around around that time too. In the Philippines, they have a different education system, so they made me repeat year 11. Oh. So I had to do year 11 twice oh, and then what? come back here do year 12. They really fucked you over, didn't they? Yeah, I know. 
yeah. And I was in junior high. We moved to this really rural town that didn't know what to do with me. And then the next thing you know, I'm taking lower level math with the people that are autistic. <laughs> oh, damn. And I got so disinterested that I just checked out mentally. I was like, what the fuck is this? And I really struggle with math the rest of my life. And it fucking kills me to this day because I goddamn love quantum physics. <laughs> But she doesn't know enough math to know whether she really likes quantum physics. <laughs> it messes you up at that age because you don't have that continuity, right? Yeah. I'm like, there might be UFOs according to Congress. There might not. I don't oh, know I anymore. heard about that. <sighs> that Congress one. Someone was asking me, like, why don't you believe it? Like, they're telling you. And I was like, coming from religion, I need to see it in front of my face. I need to poke, like, the alien's eyeball and then I'll believe you. Right. <laughs> Whatever this guy saw from whoever he heard it from, until you have extraordinary evidence to back up your extraordinary claims, I cannot believe you. Mm -hmm. Like, COVID I could believe because my husband worked at a hospital and I watched people get sick. But was it worse than the flu? That's the real question. <laughs> but nobody turned into zombies. No. <laughs> and the UFOs have yet to land in my town. Yeah. Now, when they do, <laughs> I will let you know immediately. That's what I'd believe. If Gigi takes a photo, just sends it to us. And I'd be like, oh, damn. I wouldn't believe a photo, though. Oh, you think that Gigi would just be playing you? Yeah. <laughs> or that they got her? <laughs> yeah, I've heard that he didn't actually see it. No. no. Brother Ben, back me up here. What weight do you give to somebody that's heard something secondhand? Not a lot. <laughs> when I see things in the news like that, part of me thinks, well, that's interesting. I wonder if that's true. And the other part of me thinks, what is it I'm not supposed to be noticing right now? That's exactly what I think. That's yeah. <laughs> And the fact that we're having like colossal heat waves all over the country and the world, I think is probably part of what they're trying to distract us from. Mm -hmm. Charity, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Do the Pentecostals make up a whole new set of scriptures or do they just stick with the old reliables? <laughs> Mostly the old reliables. But what they tell you is to learn from the Old Testament, cover up the harsh things that God does in the Bible. They're just like, well, you know, he was angrier in the Old Testament. So, you know, don't pay too much attention to it. That's just the way things were back then when it came to the gay people. They lit them on fire sometimes. Like, They just whoops. kind of backpedal a little bit. So I've asked them a bit about it, you know, because I'm gay. But I try to ask in a way yeah. that doesn't indicate. You're like, can I clarify? <laughs> yeah. So if someone is just born gay, never has sex, a few people told me that the thought itself of being with other people, that's a sin. Do you believe in different levels of heaven or hell? Different levels of hell is what I've been told, but I mean, it doesn't sound like it's much of an upgrade towards the top, does it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph Smith has different levels of heaven that let some of you have like lots of sex with lots of different wives. For the women, do you have like a bunch of toy boys with you? Like, no, you get a lot of sister wives, children, and laundry. But we will look the other way if you want to play around with the sister wives. That's right. Because we think it's kind of hot. It's not gay if a penis isn't involved, charity. That's right. It's pointless, but it's <laughs> not wrong. But I got out of as soon as they showed me the underwear. I was looking at it. It was really quite long. It was not comfortable. Is it like an itchy fabric? There's a ton of different fabrics you can get. And I'm told 
the fabric doesn't work for vulva havers. Google yeast infection Mormon underwear. They're just really long. Like you can't wear short shorts. They've got like sleeves and... Why is it so long? Do you get pants? Back when they first did it, like way before I was born. Yeah. It was a onesie that went to your wrists and your ankles. Wow. Really? Now it's a two-piece that goes just above your knee and kind of like a short sleeve shirt, which is still uncomfortable in a lot of settings, but isn't as bad as it used to be. If you want to control somebody, the first thing you do is you control what they wear, you control what they do, you control who they talk to, you control where they spend their time, you control how they spend their money. And the Mormons might be more acceptable, but they fall into that category of cults that do that. And that's a problem for people who are free thinkers. Cults that did what cults do. <laughs> because it's a cult that does what cults do. Being that we've got two lawyers here, I have a question for both of you. What is it? Where two or more are gathered in the law's name? That's right. Here am I. There shall the common law be also. Did you get that biblical reference, Charity? I'm not going to lie to you, patients. It's been a minute since I've been in church. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to pick one or two things that would improve the legal system, what do you think they would be? You got any thoughts, Brother Benjamin? I would love to hear what he's got to say. Because he's under Utah law. It's different there. <laughs> it's different there. <laughs> Reform civil forfeiture law to make it much harder for police departments and the feds to steal people's property on extremely trumped up bases. Absolutely. Like there are police departments that just make a living pulling over cars and searching them and taking whatever cash and saying, this was clearly for drugs. And if you want to back, you're going to have to come get it. Wow. Highway robbery. Yes, literally. I've heard of that, but I didn't realize it was kind of that bad. I have never experienced it personally, but I have heard enough about it that it is extremely concerning. I'm a middle-aged cis white guy. I'm not that worried about it happening to me personally, but I don't like that it happens to anyone. No. Prison reform and then the way we hold standards for leaving somebody in prison who's innocent, how we allow only so many appeals. Mm. There needs to be prison reform. Like, we can't have solitary confinement. It's basically torture. No, that's mm. horrible. You know, take a lesson from other states on how they deal with these things. There's a bit more compassionate. I mean, and Jesus Christ, and give everybody fucking health care. Yeah. You always get more when you ask, Gigi. I know you. <laughs> Anyways. I'm going to ask you too, Charity, if you could change yeah. the legal system as far as you know it, what would you do? I don't know much about America, but... <laughs> We'll talk about Australia. Yeah, tell us about Australia. Oh, the Philippines? Isn't that where your parents are? I couldn't tackle the Filipinos. <laughs> <laughs> the Philippines, I feel like it's corruption to the root down all the way. Mm. Right. It's like history of families and their power and stuff like that. The current president, this name is President Bong Bong, which always makes me laugh. And I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's a silly bum bum. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you guys know who Marcos is, right? Shoot. I need my shoes! <laughs> <laughs> yes, Imelda Marcus's son is now currently the president. Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. Isn't that wild? Yeah, that means that Eric Trump is going to be our president someday. God help us. Oh, oh my goodness. No. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> the second trap. Oh, no. uh, in the Australian system, police reform, but also like to do with drugs. Oh yeah, right. because the economy is so bad, a lot of people turn to drug dealing and stuff. But then they get really heavily persecuted, and they're all just teenagers and stuff. I was talking to these drug dealers, okay? <laughs> weird, but if you're in Logan, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. But they were telling me about how police officers like purposely target them while they're just out and about. Like they're not dealing drugs. They can be just outside on the streets and specific police officers are always aware of their whereabouts. There's this one police officer who has like a dog. Like he keeps on banging on the side of like the back of the truck so the dog gets irritated and stuff. Aww. Someone was telling me that they ran away from the dog and had to jump over a fence. And I was like, well, this is really intense for just marijuana, I right. feel. Yeah. <laughs> that shouldn't even be illegal, but it certainly is illegal here in Australia. Yeah. With Indigenous people wrongly incarcerated. I hate to steal Gigi's point, but police reform, but in a way, I know this is very radical, but defunding the police and just kind of starting over again. Definitely not funding them so that they have a lot of assault rifles that are unnecessary. I mean, now, don't get me wrong, in America now, it's like, Jesus, whatever's going on with our gun problems in Australia, fixed it a long time ago <laughs> when y'all had like one mass shooting. Thanks, John Howard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're still not figuring that out. Jeffrey Holland's wife died. Wait, who is Jeffrey Holland? He's one of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles. Ah. Look, I tried to do a deep dive into Mormonism and it has ruined my YouTube page, but I don't know if I've gone this far. <laughs> yeah, your search history's <laughs> fucked forever now, Charity. It really is. I was going through my For You page and there's a lot of pastors and brothers. <laughs> <laughs> well, how long before he gets married again then? That's what I want to know. He's going to get some hot young thing now on his arm because he's an apostle. <laughs> Technically, he can rack them up now. He could go 30 years younger. I'm looking at him. He shouldn't go. <laughs> he shouldn't go 30 years younger, but he could. Goodness me. That reminds me of church. There were some people who hooked up with some older, more anointed people, and I'm like, wow. it just feels wrong. I know that you're looking at his personality and spirituality or whatever, but it is strange. <laughs> It is, isn't it? Not only is it a power imbalance, it's an unreal power imbalance. Like hooking up with someone because of their anointing, it's just the group saying he has an anointing. He doesn't have anything. All he's got is a dick. He's horny and old. <laughs> no, he's got his PhD. He's been around. Board of Directors of the LDS Hospital. Oh, he's going to be around now, let me tell you. All the single ladies over 50. You're in for a treat, Charity, because we're actually going to read some of this crap. Brother Benjamin, do you want to start? Because you probably got the preamble there. I do. We're on chapter 27. Okay, go. Mosiah forbids persecution and enjoins equality. Oh, sure. Alma the Younger and the four sons of Mosiah seek to destroy the church. An <laughs> angel appears and commands them to cease their evil course. Ta-da! Oh. Alma is struck dumb. Oh. Do you promise? All mankind must be born again to gain salvation. Alma and the sons of Mosiah declare glad tidings. tidings. About 100 to 92 
to bullcrap. Bull they say. That's what it stands for in this context. <laughs> and now it came to pass that the persecutions which were inflicted on the church by the unbelievers became so great that the church began to murmur and to complain to their leaders concerning the matter. And they did complain to Alma. And Alma laid the case before their king Mosiah. And Mosiah consulted with his priests, of which I thought Alma was one. So that's pretty circular. Pass in the buck. Right. And it came to pass that King Mosiah sent a proclamation throughout the land about that there should not be any unbeliever persecute any of those who belong to the church of God. And there was a strict command throughout all the churches that there should be no persecutions among them, that there should be equality among all men, but not women. Okay. <laughs> That was the parenthetical part I wasn't supposed to say. I wish they would, he would expand upon how they were persecuted, because I just want to know how serious it is. Yes. He never gets specific about that in this particular section or in the last chapter, which I believe you actually have heard. Joseph Smith isn't a very specific kind of person. <laughs> Mostly not. He learned, I think, pretty quickly that specificity equals easier to be caught lying. Yeah, you've heard Trump talk. He's all over the place. Like, he's telling a story all the time. Here, I'll do the next three. Okay, for it. That they should let no pride nor haughtiness disturb their peace, that every man should esteem his neighbor as himself, laboring with their own hands for their support. <laughs> Yea, and all their priests and teachers should labor with their own hands for their support. Oh, they labored with their own hands, all right. <laughs> In all cases, save it were in sickness or in much want and doing these things they did about in the grace of God. I mean, they're talking about social welfare. Are they? Uh, I didn't get that somehow. Totally. You look at everything through a sexual lens and I look oh, through it like a biblical oh. laying down the law lens. Oh. There's a difference between a lawyer and a dominatrix. Oh, <laughs> oh. Some of us are flexible enough to switch between those, Gigi. Who's a switch? Uh, get me in the right mood <laughs> <laughs> and there began to be much peace again in the land and the people began to be very numerous oh they're fucking yeah but he's getting laid on babies and began to scatter abroad upon the face of the earth Yes, on the north and on the south and on the east and the west, building large cities and villages in all quarters of the land. <laughs> Go for a charity. And the Lord did visit them and prosper them, and they became a large and wealthy people. <laughs> and now the sons of Mosiah were numbered among the unbelievers, and also the sons of Alma was numbered among them. He being called Alba after his father nevertheless he became a very wicked and idolatrous man he was a man of many words and did speak much flattery to the people therefore he <laughs> led many of the people to do after the manner of his iniquities and he became a great hindrance to the prosperity of the church of god and causing much dissension among the people giving a chance for the enemy of god to exercise his power over them ah. God, that's long-winded, isn't it? I mean, isn't he just talking about another guy, challenging another guy about whether or not they're talking for God? It's a prophetic dick measuring contest. <laughs> 
And now it came to pass <laughs> that while he was going about to destroy the church of God, for he did go about secretly with the sons of Mosiah, seeking to destroy the church and to lead astray the people of the Lord, contrary to the commandments of God or even the king. <gasps> He hasn't finished the sentence yet. (laughs) (laughs) And as I said unto you, as they were going about rebelling against God, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto them, and he descended as it were in a cloud, and he spake as it were with a voice of thunder. Still no full stop. (laughs) Which caused the earth to shake upon which they soared. Semen colon. (laughs) (laughs) Still hasn't finished. Verse 12. (gasps) And so great was their astonishment, and they fell to the earth and understood not the words which he spake unto them. Hell, I don't understand the words which he spake unto me either. Wait, wait. (laughs) Okay, wait. We don't even know what he's going to say yet. Well, no. No, I got you, Gigi. Go for it, Brother Benjamin. Nevertheless, he cried again, saying, Alma, arise and stand forth. For why persecutest thou the church of God? For the Lord has said, This is my church, and I will establish it, and nothing shall overthrow it, save it is for the transgression of my people. And again, (laughs) the angel said, Behold, the Lord hath heard the prayers of his people, and also the prayers of his servant Alma, who is thy father. And thy mother. For he has prayed with much faith concerning thou. Thee, that thou. Concerning thee, that thou. Concerning (laughs) thee, that thou. Thee, that thou. Thee, that thou. Oh, I like that. Thee, that thou. Is he saying, like, he talked to me about you in his prayers, right? Yes. For he has prayed with much faith concerning thee that thou mightest be brought to the knowledge of the truth. Therefore, for this purpose have I come to convince thee of the power and authority of God, that the prayers of his servants might be answered according to their faith. With much faith. And behold, that's never happened to anyone you actually know, because they don't do that shit anymore. No. Uh, (laughs) And now behold, can ye dispute the power of God? For Behold! behold! Doth not my voice shake the earth? And can ye not also behold me before you? (laughs) And I am sent from God. You couldn't tell that I was sent from God, but I am sent from God, and it's true because I said I am. Forgot to mention that I was sent from God. Pretend that I said that at the beginning. (laughs) At the beginning in verse 13, it says, Nevertheless, he cried again, saying, Alma, arise and stand forth. And it just makes me think that Alma is what he calls his Johnson. (laughs) Move along Mm. for HR purposes. Take it away, Gigi. Oh, God, are we at 16? We are. All right. Now I say unto thee, go and remember the captivity of thy fathers in the land of Helam. Looks like a mayonnaise brand. I know. And in the land of Nephi, and remember how great things he has done for them. And they were in bondage, and he has delivered them. (laughs) And now I say unto thee, Alma, go thy way, and seek to destroy the church no more, that their prayers may be answered, and even this, if thou wilt of thyself be cast off. And now it came to pass... That these were the last words which the angel spake unto Alma, and he departed. That's the haughtiest angel ever. And now Alma, for those that were with him, fell again to the earth. For great was their astonishment, for with their own eyes they had beheld an angel of the Lord, and his voice was as thunder. 
which shook the earth for the record. He's saying it again. And they knew that there was nothing save the power of God that could shake the earth and cause it to tremble as though it would part asunder. Except for like earthquakes and shit. And you know what? It shook the earth. It shook the earth. Did you know that it shook the earth? It shook the earth. Behold, it shook the earth. <laughs> Take it away, Charity. <laughs> I'm gonna spoil it for y'all. Alma becomes dumb again. <laughs> <laughs> and now the astonishment of Alma was so great that he became dumb. Became dumb? <laughs> and yeah. he, even though he could not move his hands, therefore he was taken oh. by those that were with him and carried helpless even until he was laid before his father. Oh, okay, I keep on forgetting that Alma's named after Alma. <laughs> so he had like a stroke. The earthquake was just too strong. He was like, ah! <laughs> And they rehearsed onto his father all that had happened onto them. And his father rejoiced, for he knew that it was the power of God. And he's like, I'm glad you had a stroke, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Serves you right. And he caused that a multitude should be gathered together, and they might witness that the Lord has done for his son, and also for those that were with him. That had to carry Alma. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Look at my kid. He can't talk or anything. Isn't God amazing? Yay! Yeah. <laughs> and he caused that the priests should assemble themselves together. What are they, Lego? And they began to fast and to pray to the Lord their God that he would open the mouth of Alma. <laughs> <laughs> that he may speak. Oh, and also that his limbs might receive their strength. When you talk to God, you in a wheelchair. <laughs> and the eyes, Alma only has one eye though, doesn't he? I don't remember. That's right. Eyes of the people might be open to see and know of the goodness and morning glory of God. The glory of God. Verse 23, and it came to pass. After they had fasted and prayed, because you got to do them both together. If you just do one without the other, I don't know what that means. You're just going hungry. <laughs> For the space of two days and two nights, the limbs of Alma received their strength and he stood up. Oh, Alma's standing up again and began to speak unto them. I've never seen an Alma do that before. That would scare the shit out of me. <laughs> and he stood up and began to speak unto them, bidding them to be of good comfort. <laughs> For said he, I have repented of my sins and have been redeemed of the Lord. Behold, I am born of the Spirit. And the Lord said unto me, Marvel not that all mankind, yea, <laughs> men and women, oh, thanks. all uh, yeah. nations, kindreds, tongues, and people must be born again, yea. Born of God, changed from their carnal and fallen state oh. to a state of righteousness. Hmm. Being redeemed of God, becoming his sons and daughters. But nothing in between. And thus they become new creatures. And unless they do this, they can in no wise inherit the kingdom of God. Creatures like unicorns? Mermaids? There will be no mermaids in heaven. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Behold! Ah. I say unto you, unless this be the case, they must be cast off. And this I know, because I was like to be cast off. We all like to cast off sometimes. Oh, we do. It's okay. 
Nevertheless, after wading through much tribulation, repenting nigh unto death, the Lord in mercy hath seen fit to snatch me Ooh. out of an everlasting burning, and I am born of God. <gasps> My soul hath been redeemed from the gall of bitterness and bonds of iniquity. I was in the darkest abyss, but now I behold the marvelous light of God. My soul was racked with eternal torment, but I am snatched. Mm. Snatch. I snatched all right. And my soul is pained no more. Oh my god, this is like racy shit. <laughs> I, I reject my redeemer and denied that which had been spoken by our fathers, but now that they may foresee that he will come and that he remembereth every creature of his creating, he will make himself manifest unto all. I don't know where she's going with this. <laughs> Alright, who's next? Go ahead. It's charity. Yay! Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess before him. Why does this sound so familiar? There's a lot of the shit that's stolen straight from the Bible. Oh, oh yeah. Yay! Yay! Even in the last day, when all men shall stand to be judged of him, then they shall confess that he is God. Then they shall confess, comma, who live without God in the world, and the judgment of an everlasting punishment is just upon them. And they shall quake and tremble and sink. Shrink, shrink beneath the glance of his all-searching eye. It's like something out of The <laughs> Hobbit or like, Benjamin, what is that movie? Eyes Wide Shut. The Lord of the Rings? Yes. Where Sauron's eye is looking around, yeah. Well, like Lord of the Cock Ring, I think. <laughs> Go for it, Charity. And now it came to pass that Alma from this time forward began to teach the people. And oh. those who are with Alma all the time, the angel appeared unto them, traveling around about through all the land, publishing to all people the things which they had heard and seen, and preaching the word of God in much tribulation being greatly persecuted by those who are unbelievers being smitten by many of them. It means they fall in love smitten with you. <laughs> but notwithstanding all this, they did impart much consolation to the church, confirming their faith exhorting, exhorting? exhorting? <laughs> exhausting them with long suffering and much travail to keep the commandments of God. Wow, that's really weird, isn't it? I'm just wondering, is Messiah like the chapter name? Is it made up? Oh, yeah. They're definitely made up, yes. Like, instead of Josiah, let's just smack a M in front of it. Do Mosiah. You got it. I think that sounds exactly right, yes. I think he was thinking like, let's go Isaiah, but make it homosexual. He's Isaiah, but he's a Mo. He just went through the alphabet. Bosiah? No. Gosiah? <laughs> Uh, verse 34, and four of them were the sons of Mosiah, and their names were Ammon and Aaron. That's a real name. And Omner. And, and Himni. And Gimli. And Flimli. And Bimli. And Bot. These were the names I pulled out of my ass. <laughs> of the sons of Mosiah. Verse 35. And they traveled throughout all the land of Zarahemla, and among all the people who were under the reign of King Mosiah, zealously striving to repair all the injuries which they had done to the church, confessing all their sins, and publishing all the things which they had seen, and explaining the prophecies in the scriptures to all who desired to hear them, <laughs> of which there were few. 
And thus, they were instruments in the hand of God and bring many to the knowledge of the truth. Yay! To the knowledge of their Redeemer. Ah. And how blessed are they, for they did publish peace and did publish good tidings of good, as opposed to good tidings of bad. And they did declare unto the people that the Lord reigneth. The end of chapter 27. Thank you so much, everyone, for your long-sufferingness with this project. I know it seems silly to, like, point out obvious logical inconsistencies in this book, but I'm going to do it anyway. Oh, please do. Yeah, please. So we go back a couple of chapters. It wasn't that long ago they had divided up into seven fucking churches. Like, how long does it take to visit seven churches? I don't know. A week? (laughs) It's only been one generation, making it like they're doing this whole Paul among the Gentiles kind of thing. They're in such a small area, seven churches, and they're just like, ah, so far away. Yeah, they just got back, and then all of this shit's happening, evangelizing to who? There's only Zarahemla. There's nothing else. Yeah, yeah. How big is the town that you're from, Charity? How big is Logan? 363,300. Bogans. Okay, so that was the size of Zarahemla. Like 300 and <laughs> some thousand. They call it a town, but it's kind of a city. But they don't want to give us a town name because they're just like, you don't deserve it. <laughs> we have a town in Utah called Logan. It's only got about 80,000 people in it. It's a university town in a very cold part of the state. Thank you so much for joining me for Polarity with Charity. That was cool, Charity. Thanks for coming out. You know, it's been kind of fun doing my Mormon deep dive. (laughs) All right, you guys. See you next time. I have to go back to work tomorrow. (laughs) 